Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hello. All right, that might be better. Who knows? How you doing? Okay, yeah. All righty then. Okay, stand by for podcast excellence. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggah. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm wondering, Andy, did you watch the night golf with your guy, Tiger Woods? I did not, but uh, I saw a little bit of video and uh, <laughs> saw him remove his cap to see a very, very large ball spot. Oh, my God. I know that should be the lead there, well, but uh, it just reminded me that uh, Tiger has aged quite a bit. <laughs> Forget the fact that his leg is all jacked up. You know, he yeah. hits great shots. He says, I can hit all the shots I want. I just can't walk. To which many of us amateur golfers said on Twitter, yeah, I'm the opposite. I can walk fine, but I'm going to hit all kinds of stuff, and you're just going to get what you get. So yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, and he's not, look, he's not campaigning to use a cart. You know, he, no. he, he is, he's understanding what it's all about. So I, I give him a lot of credit. If he were to say, hey, hook a brother up, how would you feel? Well, as as one who is uh, not a golf traditionalist like you and likes to watch Tiger, I would say, sure. Would you like a ride? Hop on in. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll ride you around the course. <laughs> Where were you and I together during the Casey Martin saga? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I uh, I I didn't understand all the uproar and uh, and and you obviously. I was uh, a traditionalist. Sided. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And uh, he, he has since had his leg amputated, just like in the last year or so. I know. Um, I know. But, uh, I, it's, it, it's a tough stance. I mean, yeah. it is it is a sport that does require walking, that does, over the course of four rounds, exert a toll. And riding a golf cart would be an advantage to somebody who is otherwise able-bodied but it would only put a guy who's got a bad leg like Tiger or in the case of Casey Martin, it would only put them, you know, 10% behind even Steven because of their disability. But, you know, right. Casey was born with his Tiger. You know, this is what I said to my golf nerds. I go, if he had just fucking taking in, taking an Uber that morning to that, you know, interview in that golf shoot in California when he flipped his car, he would have won several majors already. He would have zoomed past Nicholas the way he's still able to hit the ball at this age. Well, no, I mean, he had that, what, 10-year drought between winning the U.S. Open and the Masters in 2019, was it, or 2020, right? Was it 10 years without a major? 
Yeah, I mean, before he had the, uh, the, the accident. Are you sure about that? Well, I mean, right? Didn't he? He won in, in 2010 when he had that, that playoff with Rocco Media, right? Right. And then he didn't win again until the okay. last Masters, which I, was 2019 or 2020. Yes, you're right. Holy shit. That was 10 years. Uh, 10 yeah. lost years right there. Anyway, I don't know why he decided he had to drive that morning. I'm not sure why he was on such medication that he would pass out behind the wheel and launch himself 80 feet into the air across four lanes and nearly kill himself. But it's good that he's out there, and he seems to have found like this Tiger 3.0, which is a much cooler, more relaxed. I realize I'm now becoming an elder statesman of the game, so act like it, which is good. But he can still be fucking playing, Andy. Yeah, but uh, you know, let's let's get Charlie coached up, and uh, I'm ready for for the next generation. Come on, let's go. <laughs> okay, so here's a question for you, because he said Charlie's. He, he's, he's like Charlie's coming. He's already got bigger hands than I do. And he's got that middle of his teenage years growth spurt going where you see Charlie last year in this PNC event. He's going to play in next week. And you see pictures of him now. You're like, whoa. And you say, how can he miss? And the answer is because there's a lot of other kids out there who are also really good at getting the ball in the hole that aren't the kids of Tiger Woods, right? Yeah, and and you also have to have the laser focus, which – uh, we don't know yet. I mean, that's that's something that that we'll have to see. But you know, Jack had several boys that played golf, right? Yeah, they didn't, didn't really do much on the golf course. Yeah, I believe right. Jackie won one event. You know, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to get up and beat balls when you're sleeping in silk sheets that the big fellas providing for you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, if you're going to paraphrase Riddick Bowe, yes, that's, that would be the way to go. What, what was the line from Riddick Bowe and his manager, Rock Newman? Uh, it's hard to get up and run at 6 in the morning when you wake up in silk pajamas. Silk pajamas, yeah. Uh, do, you only, do you own any silk pajamas, uh, Andy? I don't. Uh, I sleep uh, just in the underwear. That's probably more information you need to know, but that's it. <laughs> I, I do not own pajamas. <laughs> so no shirt. No, nothing. Just, just a interesting. Pair, pair of underwear. That's it. And your upper torso does not get cold even in the winter. Well, in the winter, you get the insulation of the blankets and the body heat that comes from okay. the naked upper okay. torso. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> kind of a convection okay. oven there. <laughs> why, why, why do I feel like Hubie Brown is lecturing me? Come on, Hubie. Explain that to me. <laughs> well, you get in the painted area of the bed, you see. And you, what you do is you get the heat from your body, which prevents <laughs> the escaping of the heat, and uh, yeah, you know, you get the whole thing. So you're saying it's uh, it, it's actually warmer as long as the blankets don't come off of you to not wear a shirt. Oh yeah, the Eskimos they sleep uh, in the nude, and and they uh, they insulate the uh, the body heat is is inside the covers, and that's what keeps you warm. Really. Interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't the body heat be inside your shirt, which is also inside the covers? No, I think you get more heat coming off the okay. body inside the covers. Right. And I don't know. It's and listen, I'm terrain. not saying. Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just genuinely now starting to noodle through and go, "Wow, maybe there is something to that." For all of you uh, nude and semi-nude sleepers out there, hit me up on my email, zabityahoo.com. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, enough uh, enough jocularity. Let's deal with the heavy shit. God damn, it's been a bad run. Mike Leach, as of this hour, is clinging to life, apparently, after right. suffering a massive heart attack. 
uh, just days after he was preparing to coach in the bowl game for Mississippi State. This follows the Grant Wall death in Qatar, which we'll get into in just a second. But let's start with Leach. He is and was one of the all-time colorful and or funny coaches ever in sports. Agreed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he and he actually works at it, it seems. Like, he's he anticipates the question and has some kind of, you know, crazy answer ready, whether it's like breakfast cereals or movies or, you know, cars or something like that. Yeah, he, 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 he likes it. He, he plays it. He plays it well. Do you think he ever came off as a bit of a dick or a bully or somebody who was not doing his part to answer questions seriously? No, I think he was cooperative with the media. Now, he, he took a lot of heat when he was at Texas Tech when he was falsely accused of, uh, what was it, with uh, with, with a f- f- our former player's son? Wasn't or, it, or wasn't it uh, Craig, Craig James. James's kid? Yeah, there was something like that. And he had two lawsuits going at once, like one with ESPN and one with Craig James. And, um, yeah, he's had some he's had some checkered things in his past. But do uh, you remember when Maryland had a shot to go make a run at him? Yeah, and, and they got you, scared off. Right? And did you say go for it, or were you like, mm. oh no? I said go for it. You yeah, did. If you're Maryland, yeah, I I I thought when uh, when Mark Turgeon left that they should have tried to get Rick Pitino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. What uh what do you think was some of his funniest moments, Mike Leach? Not that he's dead yet, but it from reports, it's like he's pretty much on life support, I, I'm afraid. Yeah, I hope hope he pulls through. But you know, I, I I'm nothing no particular line what, stands through. But what was but, it about but, him that stood out? Because he could make me laugh just talking about anything. I think it's his yeah. delivery and his yeah. deadpan, which deadpan, was deadpan. Yeah, and, and he would, he, and he, he he seemed to enjoy, you know, a lot of these coaches. They want to get these sideline interviews over with as quickly as possible, and he kind of enjoyed the whole thing and kind of like sticking around with whoever was doing it with him. You know, not not too many guys really, you know, take those things and, and do what he did with it, and uh, it, it, it was unique. It really was. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, yeah, uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears. Let's candy see. Candy corn rip. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. <laughs> you have to go to the dollar store. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like, you can I, I do sports talk radio. It's the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half what's your reaction you're watching the same game i am <laughs> uh, i think you ought to comment on it uh positive or negatively whatever's running through your mind uh <laughs> the best w- wisdom i can possibly give on that subject nine days and it's a little late you should have come to me sooner uh, oh this is when he gave advice on the young reporter who was getting married oh right 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 the, right uh my wisdom would be uh, you you have to stay out of the way. Now, and I wish you a very happy marriage, and I'm sure you'll have one. But uh, I'm just telling you, uh, when it comes to marriages, uh, the women lose their mind. Your fiance is going to lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. 
your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their, their minds. minds. And Great, by the way, cadence and the repetition of rhythm uh, to hammer home the comedy of that point. Um, and then mm-hmm. you, they're going to they're gonna barrage you with constant questions. What Who are you marrying? His name is Trevor. Okay, yeah, well, I'll have to you set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, okay, so uh, where's Trevor from? He's from Florida. What does Trevor do for a living? He works in sports as well, covers football. He does what? He covers football as well. Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide... I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, so go ahead and uh, uh, don't don't say anything else about it. But as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Oh my God, guy! You know it it it, it hurts now thinking of the fact that he is hanging on for dear life, and uh, so many college football coaches take everything way too seriously. He was great yeah. in that he took a giant needle to the balloon of self-seriousness in college football and went pop right like that. Yep. And a good coach, a innovative coach offensively, obviously his teams, you know, kind of tended to fall apart as the season went on. Probably a factor of he wasn't quite enough of a hard ass I'm getting, or at least I'm guessing, I suppose. But yeah, too bad. Very sad. Mm, yeah. Uh Grant Wall. Yeah. Go. I didn't know him, um, and frankly, I'm not a huge soccer fan. So I, you know, I, while I read his work, I wasn't, uh, you know, totally into it. Though he did write the cover story on LeBron James when he was a high school junior, I believe, and kind of introduced him to the world. Really? And uh, yeah, and and from what I read, uh, very very dedicated to his work, and and really. Uh, was his own guy. Like, you know, he didn't take any crap from management. And, uh, you know, he didn't like editors. <laughs> he, he was very proud of the work he did. Princeton guy, you know, really, really bright guy. Um, and from from what I read, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great warning that if you are experiencing some issues, uh, don't try and plow through because he had, he had written that he had had some chest issues. And, you know, here he is getting checked at a hospital in Qatar. Uh, maybe not the best medical treatment, and then you know passing away at the age of forty eight uh, i don 't know exactly what it was, but uh very very sad and, so uh, you for- you think he didn 't get the best medical treatment because Qatar is what a third world well, country just, just i mean they, in, when you have a medical issue, a serious one like chest issues. Don't you want to see your own physician? Well, out of comfort and just familiarity, but I would imagine Qatar being insanely wealthy and with the World Cup, you know, being such a high-profile event, uh, you know, they had paramedics right there on the spot, and they could not revive him. Like, that's that's pretty unusual, Andy. I mean, yeah, there was some... His brother said there was suspicion that he was murdered because... Remember a few days earlier, he had been thrown out of the the reporters' area because he was wearing a, a gay pride T-shirt. Right. And, uh, do you and so do you put I, any credence into that? I, yeah, I really have no idea. Um, but but do you think someone, that do you think that uh, Qatar would be capable of that? Sure. Okay. 
Do you I think mean, it would make sense, though? Like, to me, well, as our friend Tommy Lavero says, would the juice be worth the squeezing? What good I, would that I, do? And how would they kill him? That's the other thing. I, you know, I, I had some people text me this morning on my show saying you should see this documentary and that documentary about certain international agents and spies who are killed surreptitiously with things like ricin and cyanide. But an autopsy would show poisoning. If he was killed, I, right? I suppose, you know, I, I again, I'm not, this is not my area, but uh, when I read that someone... you to be an expert, I'm, I'm when, wondering when I read, if you're curious, Andy. You don't seem curious. I, well, I am curious, but I'm also curious that he had written that he had, he was feeling very bad and, and you know, it's possible that he just ran himself down and didn't take good enough care of himself. And A you fit know, all, 48-year-old ran himself well, into a fatal Fred if, Sanford heart attack. If you have a virus, you don't know, you know, is it properly treated? You know, there's a lot of things that we don't know. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it, it's just, I think it's an example of if you think you have an issue, make sure you get yourself thoroughly checked and just don't try and plow through it. Right. What do you believe the chances are that this is a vaccine-related injury? I have no idea whatsoever. I don't know what vaccines he took. I don't know. The COVID I, vaccine. I, I, I've taken five of them myself. Whoa, whoa. So are you done? I, if they ask me to take another one, I'll happily do that. Oh, my God. Who's they? The uh, CDC. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're five already and you're still taking them. And uh, I have not had COVID. You haven't? No. How would you know if you had COVID? You don't get sick. I'd I'd be feeling some symptoms. I've also had a couple of incidents where I've had to take COVID tests to participate. I was going to say, how many, what is your shooting percentage on COVID tests? I've probably taken four or five of them. Okay. So you're five and oh on COVID tests. That's pretty good. You know, Mm -hmm. most people that have ducked and dodged and, and, and missed it all these months, finally they, it caught up to them. Like, our guy Bram Weinstein was mm-hmm. really working to avoid it, and then he finally caught it. And then our friend Scott Jackson did the play-by-play right. for the beloved right. Commanders. By the way, what did you think of that? I thought Jack sounded good. I do too. I think he did a very good job. Excellent. I mean, what's the future for Scott? Uh, well, he does a lot of play-by-play anyway. He oh, does okay. uh, does basketball games. He does. Uh, I think he does some college football games uh, here and there. He does does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Grant Wall was fired from Sports Illustrated when it was taken over by right. this company, Maven, and uh, was given no severance. And I believe I remember seeing Grant Wall kind of go off on it, like, well, fuck these well, guys, basically. They 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 said that they, they said he was making something like three hundred fifty. Oh, that's right. They outed and, and his salary. Yes. And wasn't doing a lot of work. And he said, uh, that's not an accurate number for my salary although i did get a bonus and i did plenty of work yeah something like he that. said i told so. maven i was fine taking a 30 percent pay cut during the pandemic but it was shameful to try to push through a permanent 30 percent cut beyond that my base right. salary was far below the number they reported but i got a bonus because my bosses said my work was very good and i write frequently 
So rest in peace, Grant Wall. Very sad. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, uh, Chris Beard, Texas head coach, still in jail as of this hour for a domestic violence charge that is a felony charge, so it's serious, involving choking of another family member. It doesn't say who exactly, but it's serious enough that this wasn't a misdemeanor. He said, she said, and he's been sprung from jail. He's in real trouble, and Texas is number two in the country. Well, they dropped to seven. They took a loss, but okay. yeah, they are they're one of the top programs. He got Texas Tech to the final, yeah, uh, and then said Texas was his dream job, so he got that and got them into the tournament last year, and they won a game for the first time in a long time. But you keep going back to the same thing when you hear these things. Now he may be completely innocent, but uh, in the post OJ world. We don't know these people. And and I always have to chuckle when I hear Mike Greenberg talking about someone who he's either met, interviewed, uh, uh, admired his work. <laughs> he's a great guy. He might be, but we don't know him. We don't know anything about him. Yeah, exactly. So do you think, can he survive this? If he's guilty, no, because there, and there's even a clause in his contract that if he's charged with a felony, doesn't even say convicted. If he's charged, he can be fired with cause. And he's got a nice, big, fat, long-term contract, too. Do you think Texas, knowing that they've got a good coach, is going to try to massage this? I think it's got to come down to the optics. Let's say he's charged with choking his teenage nephew. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's better than choking a woman. It's in the public eye. Yes. I uh, say if it comes out that it wasn't a woman, he's got a shot. Maybe if so. it was a woman, it's going to be very hard for them to, to go ahead with this. 
Yeah. I, Even I if he's I, not found guilty or if the charges get knocked down to a misdemeanor, perhaps. It's all spin. Yeah. It's all PR these days. It's a third-degree felony. And the fact that he was arrested at the time he was and, and the call that came in uh, to 911, from what I read, it was, was a hot a shot really call, they say. Hot shot was, yeah, yeah, Ongoing, was dangerous situation, respond immediately. Right, right. I mean, it wasn't just, you know, choking. It was, it sounded like, you know, attempting to choke the life out of somebody. What if, it, what if the details are like? It was a knockdown, dragout fight between him and his wife, who are getting divorced. Uh, he was actually attacked pretty well himself, but they had to take somebody in because they did call. You know, that's the thing. These domestic violence calls, usually somebody's going in one way or the other. Yeah, but, but you know, in the in the OJ trial, when they dug up the calls yeah. from uh, from the wife and, and the police came and just chatted it up and said, fist bump juice, uh, the world has changed dramatically since then. Uh, it really has. Um, the uh, Skip and Shannon show continues to put out viral oh, moments. Oh, God. Let's take a listen to the latest here. Apparently, uh, Skip Bayless crossed some line, according to some, by calling out Shannon over his playing career. When you had to stop at 35. That's what you do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. I did what I did. I never said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Skip, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. I got three Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better than you. I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, I don't don't take personal shots. You started it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I didn't so, take oh, a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Girls you screaming here? Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just go ahead. You disrespect him. It's it's just so. It, so it's you, ben- just, you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have it. Okay? Take off. I'm going to have at it. Okay, Andy, what do you think? I never watched that show except when those type of highlights pop up and like Jimmy Trina or some of these other sites that I look at. Um, first of all, Skip Bayless is a loathsome person. Uh, and, and I've known him for over 40 years, going back to when he was in Dallas when I was there. Uh, second, there's no ounce of self-deprecation in Shannon Sharp. There's like, you know, he actually does think he's better than Tom Brady. And, and suggesting that he's not is, is, is like insulting to him. So, you know, I, I think they kind of deserve each other. And if their bosses think that there are enough people watching to pay them whatever they make, and Skip supposedly makes oh, six, six, seven million dollars a million year. a year. Yeah, I mean, I, and as it's I say, probably twice as much as Shannon. Guy Gazunt, you know that, that that if they can do it and fine, but fortunately, I don't have to watch it. And to me, I would have no interest in anything like that. <sighs> I uh, I wish you were more angry about this than the way Why? you are, because it's bad for our industry. We all get painted with this brush of see. This is sports radio. This is media. Asinine, pointless, phony, quote, arguments. Yeah, but, I mean, there are some shows that that do it well, like Chris Russo, who is one of the pioneers of sports radio. He's 
kind of had a second resurgence uh, going in and, and yelling at uh, Stephen A. Smith. And, uh, and and I like him. I think what he does is good. I think Chris Rose, Russo is genuine. I, I think yeah. that his arguments are, are, are earnest. I don't think this was an earnest argument. As I tweeted, no. the NFL is so often complicated that I struggle to fully understand it. But luckily, I learned so much from shows like this. And it helps <laughs> me enjoy the game more every week. Keep it up, fellas. It mm. is such bullshit. It is, but it, it, obviously, whoever puts this show together and continues to give them contracts believes that there are enough people watching that it's worth I, it to keep doing that. This is where as soon Andy, as there isn't, it Andy, goes away. This is where you float into that third person helicopter above it all and provide this bullshit analysis. I know, I know how it works, Andy. I'm asking you yeah. to get in the fight and call it out for the bullshit that it is. It's terrible. I said Skip Bayless. It's is Taco a Bell. Person. Well, you know, Steve, Taco Bell uh, has very cheap food that's affordable, <laughs> that is very uh, you know engineered and satisfying to the tastes. <laughs> and they've got a drive-through. That's okay. quick. What, what, okay. Would you like me to call for the banishment of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp from television? <laughs> I don't know. No. I no. don't know. I do. You're, just, you're a little too like, nonchalant for it. It's like all. when you're walking down the street and you see somebody acting like a jerk. Do you stop and say, oh, this is bad. I'm a person who walks on the street, and this guy is acting like a jerk, and people are going to think, since he acts like a jerk, I act like a jerk. Or do you walk by and go, eh, schmuck. I prefer to do the, the latter. Coward, five. Bayless, six. Stephen A, 12? Yeah. yeah. Well, what do, what do Andy and Tony, money. what do Tony and Wilbon make? Like uh, six and five, I, respectively, or something? something I, well, Wilbon also does a lot of stuff with the NBA, too. Okay. So, uh, so Tony's qu- deal is exclusive. Question, who's who's the next person to get a $4 million-plus deal that was never an athlete on television? Or that's, is this that's it? A great, that's a great question. And look and look at the ages of the people doing this. They're old this as is, fuck. Skip is 70, isn't he? Yes. Tony's 74. <laughs> Wilbon is 64. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Russo is 63, you know, these guys have been, uh, but see, they, they built up their reputations in other things. You know, Tony and Wilbon were were well-known newspaper columnists before they did this, uh, Skip Bayless. And and I didn't like him, but he was also well-known for newspapers. Um, they had fame in another area. I don't know how you do this now. If, if you don't have that and, and who are the famous newspaper columnists now? Are there any? No, there are not. No. Uh, Jewish English lexicon, it's actually Zai Gesund. Mm. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Zai Gesund. Z E I Gesund. Zai Gesund. Zai Gesund. Zai Gesund. I'm okay. teaching you some Yiddish now, Andy. It's not Gai Gesund, oh, it's Zai Gesund. Zai Gesund. Okay. Uh, definitions, well, definitions be healthy, be well, or farewell. Right. A humorous alternate definition is. A recommendation for greater sophistication or awareness, as in get real. Zygazunt. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not, no. I, well, Zygazunt for you on Skip and Shannon. <laughs> get real, Andy. All yeah. right, that said, should Brady have retired? Yes. Okay. Are, yeah, we at I mean, the, are we at the Johnny Unitas stumbling around with a Chargers logo on his helmet stage? Not, not quite. But are we um, at the OJ Simpson as a Niner stage? 
no, not. Are quite, we at but, the Jerry Rice as a Seahawk stage? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not. But but here's here, here's the thing, Zabe. Not that many guys. You could probably count them on one hand. Guys who walk away with a lot left in the tank. Most of them have to show that they can't do it anymore. And look, look at Brett Favre. Brett Favre last year, he damn near got the Vikings to the Super Bowl. I know. And the following year, it was clear Cliff. he was done. And I think that's what has to happen to most of these guys, if not, well, 99% of them. And Brady will play until he realizes he can't play anymore. And I wouldn't be surprised if he plays another year. The team is so unbalanced, though. Their O-line is complete shit. They can't run the ball, for God's sakes. He throws it 50-plus times a game. That's not a recipe Mm -hmm. for winning in this league. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Did the commanders dodge a bullet on the Russell Wilson trade? Because they wanted him. And Wilson had to come out and be like, nah, nah, guys, not interested in going to D.C. Let me give uh, people who listen to your show in Milwaukee a little history lesson on uh, on this. Yes, sir. Are you familiar? He actually just died in the last uh, John Hadle. John Hadle. Yeah. And, and this one is very, very similar to what happened with John Hadle. And I, I, I okay. looked this up. John Hadle was a legendary quarterback with the Chargers. Right. Uh, near Hall of Famer. And then he was traded to the Los Angeles Rams, where he played well, uh, got them to the playoffs. And then at the age of 34, early in the season, he had been replaced by James Harris. He was traded to the Packers for five draft picks, first and second round picks for 1975 and 76, and a third round pick in 75. And with those picks, the Rams built a team that was consistently contending for the championship in the NFC in the 70s. And he was brutally bad with the Packers. I mean, he was just awful with them. Uh, Playing for Dan Devine, who thought he was a quarterback away. And uh, (laughs) Devine headed out for Notre Dame. And uh, and then Hadel finished up his career, I guess, with the Houston Oilers as a backup. But it was a complete disaster. And this one looks exactly the same. Yeah. Well, the commanders finally lucked into missing out on one because now that Wilson is concussed, we'll see, uh, you know, what happens from here. I, I think they're going to use it as an excuse to just shut him down for the season. Yeah, but but they still have to pay him. I mean, I know I, I, that was two hundred fifty. It's not all guaranteed, but they I think they him. shut him down to just go. All right, let's just recoup. Or as Mike Shanahan once famously said about RG three, when they shut him down, they had yeah. to have him ready for the off season program. Yeah, yeah, off season right. program. Right, exactly. But this, <laughs> this this that was in his like second year. Russell Wilson has played what eleven years now, twelve years. Yeah. All right, we're down to it, Andy. It's. The final month, the final four weeks, and all three NFC East contenders behind the 12-1 and Eagles are sitting in the wild card chairs if the playoffs were to end today. Are you confident the commanders will bring it home? I am after seeing what the Giants did against the Eagles. Dog shit. Uh, yeah, they, they look like and, – and, and our friend Larry Weissman put out a very interesting tweet. Um, he said – if you're going to play a bad team, you want to play them late in the season because early in the season, they don't know how bad they are. <laughs> <laughs> they have delusions of, hey, we're not that bad, actually. Yeah. Let's and play the Giants, hard. 
Giants were, were that at the beginning of the year. They were a bad team that was winning. Now they're a team that's not very good, and they're losing and looking bad doing it. Yeah. All right. Is the Heisman Trophy over? I know that uh, congrats to the first D.C. area athlete uh, to win the Heisman Trophy, Caleb Williams. But is it over as a award? No, I don't think so. I, I, I still think that the ceremony's kind of cool. And, right. Uh, it's got and tradition it's a, to it, obviously. And, and it's the one award that I think you carry with you for the rest of your life. They're, they're, you, you know, nobody's introduced as the former Maxwell Award winner. That's true. Yeah. Or the Outland yeah. Trophy Award winner. Exactly. Yeah, you you're, carry you're all... you carry with you for life unless you take money from USC and they take it away from you. A lot of people saying, hey, now that Nil is here, they need to give Reggie back his Heisman. Yeah, and, and, and whether he has the trophy or not, we all know he was good enough to win the Heisman Trophy, right? He was sweet as fucking pie in college. Right. Absolute exactly. poetry in motion. All right, Andy, always a pleasure, my friend. Take care, and we will talk to you next week. Very good, Jim. All right, buddy. Talk See you. ya. Bye. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.